0: Hi, and welcome to this episode of This Week in James City County. My guest today is Scott Stevens, the County Administrator for James City County. Scott started with us on October 1st. Prior to arriving in the county, Scott was the City Manager for the City of Goldsboro, North Carolina, since 2011. Before that, he served the City of Kinston, North Carolina, beginning as the City Engineer Then director of public services, assistant city manager, and finally city manager. I believe you just about did it all
1: in Kinston. I don't know about all, but I had had good experiences there.
0: Very good. Scott also worked as an engineer for the city of Greenville, North Carolina, and the North Carolina Department of Transportation. Scott also served in the Navy from 1993 to 2001. Welcome, Scott.
1: Well, thank you. Just clarification. I was a Navy Reservist. I was oh. in the CBs or Civil Engineer Corps, Okay. and and really that gave me quite an appreciation for those in service as well as their family. So I really do appreciate all of those that have served our country, past and present, and their families that serve along with them. But a great experience for me in the Navy Reserves. All right.
0: Where were you stationed?
1: You know, I was uh, with a support unit that was headquartered out of Fort Jackson, South Carolina, and I spent a lot of my time at Camp Lejeune and then Raleigh with remote detachments and then ended up a training officer and spent a little time at Little Creek, so a little time in this ah, area as well. Very so, good. Uh, as I said in the beginning, a really great experience for me and gave me a tremendous amount of appreciation for those who serve our country.
0: All right. Well, tell me, what brought you to James City County?
1: My plan had always been to have a career in North Carolina and then go somewhere else. So that was really my plan all along. James City County's, uh, and what piqued my interest here is this area was familiar to me. My grandmother uh, lived in York County uh, in the Dandy Seaford area. Uh, I've been visiting James City County, although I didn't know it my whole life. Mm -hmm. I've I've been in the Jamestown, Williamsburg, Bush Gardens. I have come to this area almost every year and spent weeks and weeks in the area with my grandparents as I grew up. And then even as an adult, after my grandparents passed, I've still visited the area because I've I've enjoyed being here. Mm -hmm. So that was my initial interest um the second thing is as i was preparing to interview for this job researching it the board of supervisors get along really well that Mm -hmm. that's a plus as an administrator Uh, nice growth in the community a good financial position a great quality of life as i got into looking through our recreational facilities and riding through the parks really phenomenal opportunities here that that we probably all just come to expect as residents of james city county but if you compare us to the rest of the country we really have a high quality of life here. Uh, I like water. So the right. the James on one side and the York on the other, not to mention all the tributaries coming into those are real plus for me. And so uh, I just became more and more excited about the opportunity. So it was the familiarity and then all the good things that are going on here today.
0: All right. Well, you've been here a month, just about. So tell me, what have your impressions been?
1: All positive. You know, there are always things you. Is, I think as those sort of involved in local government, we're looking at what can we do to make our community better. And and what I have seen are minor things. We can trim trees a little better. We can pick up grass. There's always litter, although this community looks better than many I've been in. So um, I know I've run into our volunteer, uh, Peg, someone who... Peg Borman. Thank you. Um, And she always has a hug and always has a litter comment. (laughs) So uh, I've come to appreciate Peg early in my time here. But I've told Peg the community really looks good and just an awareness to all to keep doing it to make it present well, but it does do that. So, really minor things that I found that I think we could do better. Uh, but first impressions have been great. We have a, a really um, excited, motivated, talented workforce. And I haven't met every employee yet. I've been out at employee meetings. Uh, one of my top goals is to get out and speak to every employee. And I'm about 250 of our 750 or so. So, I haven't, wow. I've got a ways to go. But in the next month, I expect to be complete with all of that. Uh, but what, the employees I've talked with thus far, they're smiling. They seem to be happy at work. When you ask mm-hmm. them questions about their duties and responsibilities, they seem to know what they're doing, which um, really speaks well for the, the county and the workforce that we've retained here. So that's been a really – I expected it, but maybe it exceeded my expectations and what I thought the workforce would be, and um, that that's a really pleasant surprise.
0: Okay. So what is a normal day like for you?
1: You know, when folks ask um, – what do you do for the day? Mm -hmm. Most of it's talking to people, right? Whether Mm -hmm. it's the elected officials, whether it's the citizens, whether it's employee groups, whether it's outside agencies coming in. So a normal day for me, uh, at least these first few weeks, have been meeting people, uh, sometimes, um, many times for the first time, and now I'm in the second, third, and fourth time, so I am picking up some names as Mm -hmm. I go through this. Uh, But it's figuring out where everybody fits. Uh, You're all talking about things that have been going on here for months or years. Mm -hmm. Those have been new to me, but I'm catching up on those as well. So a normal day this morning, I was at the police department at seven o'clock to meet with an employee group. Uh, A little bit later in the morning, I met with the group uh, for the LPGA that's coming later. Mm -hmm. Uh, Recently in the week, we've had bond rating agency tours because the county's moving out for uh, refinancing and some new financing of some projects. And so you're going back through those bond ratings. Well, that's a day and a half that we spent with bond ratings touring the county. And I will tell you, it's a phenomenal tour. And uh, our chairperson of the Board of Supervisors, uh, Miss Ruth Larson, had said, you know, we ought to do this for our citizens. And she's right. We ought to do it for our citizens and employees that are interested because what we showed these folks from outside the community would impress all of us here and put, put them on a bus, take them around, answer questions, and tell them what's going on in James City County. I think people would be very pleased with what's going on in their community. So those Typical days, I'm not sure I've had that yet. It's really, there's lots of regional meetings, which speaks, you know, I knew those went on, um, mm-hmm. but they're really strong relationships and really involved um, from the local governments to the the nonprofits in the area. And, and again, a lot of that working together. We're not a boundary-driven area, which mm-hmm. is nice, uh, particularly when you get into the, the Williamsburg, um, James City County, and York County, many times, I don't think we know where we are, you know, and so uh, mutual aid between police and fire seems to be very seamless to the residents that needs assistance. Somebody's coming. It doesn't really matter what jurisdiction you're in. We're going to respond and help. Uh, And I think as those three jurisdictions continue to work together very well, along with the rest of uh, those on the peninsula, it, it speaks well for this region and what it does together
0: now an example of something that we have all gone through as a region has been the storms we had hurricane florence and then tropical storm michael correct so and michael was very soon after you started it was so did you're from north carolina so I you am. are not new to hurricanes or tropical storms correct so what impressions did you get of how storms impact james city county is different than in other areas that you've been,
1: or? You know, um, wind damage is still problematic wherever you are, whether right. it's trees, downing power lines. And so, power outages, those kinds of things, not uncommon with a wind event. Uh, flooding in low-lying areas is certainly significant for some areas, and and I guess for James City County, at least what I've experienced in talking with our staff, we do have some areas that flood. Yes, I've been in eastern North Carolina where there's not a lot of topography, mm-hmm. so a foot elevation of water will spread out a hundred feet. Okay, we don't seem to have as much of that in James City County. Now I think as you go further to the south side, you probably have some of those kind of flooding issues, but sure. much of eastern North Carolina, a foot of water goes. 100 foot wide. Okay. So for James City County, we have some isolated areas of mm-hmm. that. But as a whole, the topography here limits that significant flooding outside of the flood zone areas or those those other areas you might not expect to ever flood. So, But wind damage, uh, the response of the staff, preparation for it. Um, The staff here, I think Florence gave them a good test to get things ready. And fortunately, Florence did not make much of an impact here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Michael, quite frankly, was a little more of an impact than it was being forecast. But our staff was ready from the Emergency Operations Center to, again, having resources and people lined up to having damage assessment groups out the very next morning, our staff working through the night with a whim. But our building inspectors out assessing that damage the next day, uh, I think uh, really speaks well to the commitment of those here and their their ability to respond uh, to whatever disaster might occur.
0: Now, debris management is always an issue here. Did you have something similar to that in North Carolina?
1: We do. And again, with all of these storms and, and The cleanup's the cleanup, whatever that is, and it does come with a cost. When you're declared uh, at the federal level as a natural disaster area for whatever event, as bad as that is, it does open up up funding cycles or funding sources from outside the community. So debris, when I've been in city government, cities Mm -hmm. generally are doing garbage pickup. And included in that, we're doing some debris cleanup as well on a regular weekly basis. So when a storm comes through, that ramps up. And typically when it's a large scale event, the cities I've been in, we've hired outside contractors to help with that because it's much more volume. People are willing to wait a few weeks, but not months and months. Right. And your normal city staff, it would take them months and months to clean up a large scale event. So the outside funding helps the local government hire uh, an outside contractor to do that in a timely manner. As I understand with James City County, historically, we've not picked up storm debris following wind, mm-hmm. but we have with those declared disasters where it was a much larger scale, much more volume in terms of debris that's out there. We've hired the contractors when we've had that FEMA declaration and outside funding. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Michael, we had a little different nuance. We didn't get declared as a disaster area, at least not as of this date. And I don't think that will happen because I don't think the damage will rise to the level of a federal declaration. Uh, we did have a tornado touchdown. Mm -hmm. And so we had some question of could we help in that area. And we've helped a little bit. We're not doing the go out and proactively searching for things at the curb to pick up. But Mm -hmm. in a few isolated areas, uh, we have offered bulk pickup at no cost. Residents have had to call and schedule, I think through October 28th, to schedule a pickup, and we would come pick it up Mm -hmm. at a scheduled time. As of today, we have not picked up any of that because we want to get it all scheduled so we know where it is and then make it more efficient in our pickup. And so very limited area, we have done some free debris cleanup. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had some criticism of that, which is okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the difference is to offer it countywide is a much larger scale. In most cases, the tornado area was significantly more damaged and more dense than in the rest of the county. And we have looked at all of the county or anywhere we had reported damage to look. Uh, Trying to help, we have waived our tipping fees. So we have taken debris at no cost from residents that brought it to us, and we've had Uh, close to 2,000 that have brought us debris. So we've had a lot of debris come in. Uh, And we also, our bulk pickup, instead of being 75, we've taken the tipping fees out of that and made it $50 for bulk pickup. Mm -hmm. Well, which I don't want to say $50 doesn't matter. It is significant, but at least it's a lower cost and not as much as a contractor would probably charge a resident to take it away for them. And so we have a number of those scheduled as well, and we'll continue to offer that again through October 28th, getting it scheduled, and then we'll make the pickup shortly thereafter. So... um, Debris is always a challenge, and in a community that is uh, as picturesque as ours with the trees Mm -hmm. and the canopies, um, you're going to have that from time to time in these windy events. So uh, I was pleased that nobody was injured in the community during all that we had some houses that trees did fall in Mm -hmm. uh, where residents could have been hurt they just were very fortunate from that aspect unfortunate for their home but fortunate they weren't hurt uh, as well as we didn't have anybody responding hurt and that was nice uh, for our side as well
0: absolutely and with that tornado if you looked at the damage which i know that you did you were out and about the fact that no one was injured
1: is just amazing very fortunate Very fortunate.
0: All right. What took you by surprise when you came to James City County?
1: You know, I haven't found any bad surprises. Um, uh, I did mention earlier that the employee group being as as motivated as that. That's been a very pleasant surprise. I knew there was a lot of regionalism. I touched on that. Right. But it's great. I mean, the the localities really do work well together. Um, You know, it's uh, surprised me with James City County. It is a very developed community in parts mm-hmm. and you almost don't see that because of our land use requirements and our buffering requirements if, being new to the area relatively and trying to find a place you have to know where you're going right? right you can't just see it which now that i've been here a month is really pleasant as i drive them down our corridors well i don't feel like i'm remote I'm not feeling like I'm just sign after sign and light after light and, and mm-hmm. store after store. I know they're there and mm-hmm. I know where I'm headed. Um, that's a very, you know, I sort of knew that, but that's been a, probably the biggest surprise for me is just how well, uh, the community has done and the developers have allowed it because that comes at a cost for them in retaining that nice look that really is attractive to the community and vegetation has made that an improvement for us. So I think you, we are way ahead of many localities in terms of that kind of practice. Cause I think we've been doing that here, I'm told a very long time, Mm -hmm. but it's still continuing today.
0: Something that happens about this time every year is we start to gear up to get ready for the County budget. So that is going to be something that you are going to be driving this year. Do you see any significant changes to the process
1: Well, I think fortunate for me, regardless of when I came, you evaluate what's going on. You have good staff in place. You sort of follow their lead and you help where you can, right? Mm -hmm. So certainly I'll be involved in the budget process. Coming in at the second year of a two-year budget, Mm -hmm. a lot of it's already sort of planned out. So it ought to be fairly small changes in this one. So we'll adjust. You know, Sue Mellon, and our finance or FMS director, phenomenal somebody, has a lot of history with James City County. Uh, I've worked a lot with her and Sharon over the last weeks preparing for our bond rating agency visits that I alluded right. to earlier. They are top-notch. They know what they're doing. They're not going to let us misstep. So if I will listen to their advice, which <laughs> I will, uh, I'll ask appropriate questions and challenge them a little bit in areas that don't make sense to me or I'd like to go a different direction. But but they're going to give good guidance. And so I feel very confident that the budget process here as soon as I catch up, that I won't slow it down or mess it up. That we will have a good, uh, intuitive process that we'll share with the citizens and have our board of supervisors' input and support of. Is you know when we get through that. But you know, for me, the budgeting process—it's uh, public money. I know it's public money. It's important that we spend it in the way that best benefits the community. And I know there are differing opinions on that. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. if we spend a dollar here. While we think it's good as a group, there's going to be somebody that doesn't. And right. so I'm, I want us to be able to defend why we thought it was a good decision. Uh, and I think we'll be able to do that. I think they probably have been doing that well. And certainly that's my commitment is to be able to tell you why we did it, why I thought it was a good idea to support it and you know to make good use of the public money here.
0: All right. So you have been busy going around the county, meeting with all of these employee groups. I think you said that you've done 200 some and you need to get up to 700 some. That's correct. So that'll take another couple of days. Well, at least way. a week or two, <laughs> I hope. Yeah. So what are you talking with them about in terms of expectations or what have you?
1: Well, sure. Sure. That- Two for A couple purposes in the meeting. One is to let employees um, know they're important to me because they are. The positions we fund, if we didn't need it, we wouldn't fund it. And if you're in a position here, what you do for the county is really important. I want employees to know that from me. I want them to hear a little bit about my background. I want to hear a little bit about them. Uh, I want to let them form an opinion of me, and I want them to know they're important because that matters. The other thing is sharing expectations. Uh, I really have four expectations. Uh, I want our employees to be safe and look after one another so they don't hurt themselves doing the job. And they don't endanger the community because we can do that in both areas. I want them to be safe. Right. I want them to do what they say they will do. If they've told a citizen, they've told a supervisor that they're going to do something, then that ought to be expected to be done. And if mm-hmm. something gets in the way, which it invariably will, sure. come back to the supervisor or citizen, say, I, I didn't get to it today. I'll get it tomorrow. Is that OK? So mm-hmm. do what we say we'll do. The third thing is to act professionally at all times, and we do a lot of different things. Police and fire look pretty sharp. They're in uniform. They're in vehicles that are marked up. I think they generally represent us very well. We have folks in Parks and Rec that may be in, who knows, flip-flops and shorts and a Mm -hmm. T-shirt. Well, that may be professional for them, but I want them to wear it well Mm -hmm. and make sure they know they're representing the county at all times, and people form their impressions. So for all of us, from top to bottom, side to side, we need to make sure we look the part and we interact with people in a professional manner, and then the fourth thing is to treat everybody with respect, whether it's citizens or coworkers or supervisors or whomever. Mm-hmm. Treat people like they want to be treated. So those four things, and uh, that's for me. It's for all employees, uh, and I want the community to know that as well. We're here to help. We're here to serve, and if you need us, uh, you know, reach out and find us because we are happy to do that. And personally, if I can be a benefit or come share what the county's doing with any group, I'm happy to do that. I think that's a big part of what we need to do as the community outreach. Tell people what we're doing. Let them ask questions. Let them challenge us on why we're doing it. Mm -hmm. But at least give us that opportunity to give our side of the story and why we think it's a good thing for James City County's future. And um, I I think we can articulate that pretty well.
0: All right. Well, Scott, thank you so much. We have concluded the official part of the podcast. So now I have a few questions I want to ask you to help our listeners get to know you a little bit better. Are you Great. game?
1: You know, if I don't like it, I won't answer it, right? <laughs>
0: okay, they're they're pretty innocuous. You're good. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, first of all, do you have any children?
1: I do. I am divorced. My ex-wife and I get along really well, which Mm -hmm. is nice. Uh, We were married 20-plus years. Uh, We've got two boys. Uh, They're staying with her at this point. Uh, A 20-year-old, Jonathan, who's in Wayne Community College. So Mm -hmm. he is uh, pursuing a mechanical engineering degree and hopes to move that on to a four-year school. And I expect he'll do that Mm -hmm. in a year or two. And then our second son is Daniel. He's 18, a high school senior, just joined the North Carolina National Guard. So Mm -hmm. he expects to attend college as well. And I'm not quite sure where he's told me he's headed, but uh, he he is... (laughs) anticipating that and uh, both good kids and they'll be in the area quite often. And they've, they've been there up in this area their whole lives as well. So it's a familiar area to them and I'll be happy to show them a little more of James city County very soon.
0: All right. Well, I have another question that is going to talk about that, but that's at the very end. What is your favorite hobby? When you are not busy out meeting groups from all over the County, what is it that you like to do? You
1: know, I don't know if I have a favorite hobby. Um, I'm not one to sit still. I'm a fairly active (laughs) busy person Mm -hmm. you know i don't i have a garage i like to tinker in it whatever that is i like to fix things that are broken and i don't even it's not even one particular thing i just like the fact that i can take it apart and maybe put it back together and it'll work and sometimes that works out and sometimes it doesn't Uh, i've been fortunate to have a small boat so 18 20 foot boat most of my life and i really enjoy time on the water whether it's an hour or a day um I've had a lot of employees tell me they go fishing. Um, I'm not. I don't like fishing. I like catching. So, you know, if if the fish are there, I'll I'll give them twenty or thirty minutes to start biting. And if they're not biting, I'm ready to do something else. Gotcha. Um, And then, you know, I've always been active, whether it's been. Running at one time or a little bit of volleyball or a little mm-hmm. bit of racquetball. And so uh, staying active is important to me. With walking, I'm probably more into walking. I definitely will be more into biking, mm-hmm. uh, moving to the community here and seeing all the wonderful bike trails we Absolutely. have and through the woods or down the pass. Uh, I, I definitely I have purchased a bike, so I'll be doing, uh, I'm not looking 30 to 60 miles, but I do <laughs> yeah. want to get out and ride uh, the community as well. So so that being active and um, moving about is, I guess, hobbies are what I like to do.
0: All right. Do you ever slow down and sit down and watch a TV show?
1: I have watched a TV show. Okay. Um, I don't plan around it very much. Okay. You know, if something comes on and I happen to sit down and it's on and it's interesting, I, I will watch it. Okay. Uh, if I what I've found is I've gotten older. 9.30, 10 o'clock. If I slow down, then I get sleepy. So, uh, and I'm not great at sitting in front of the TV asleep. At least I say I'm not. I probably practice that a little more than I'd like. Uh, but, but I do watch TV. And again, it, it varies from whatever just might be on when I happened to sit down in front of it.
0: All right. Is there any particular type of show that you like to watch?
1: Uh, you know, I like comedy and action things. Okay. Um, you know, I've, I have watched plenty of other types, but those are, are where I sit a lot. I was always a Seinfeld fan. I thought that was great. I Yay. hated it went away. Um, and reruns are still pretty good of that. Yes, they um, are. The Big Bang Theory is one I spend some time with. It's. <laughs> uh, uh, it took a while to grow on me, but it, it's become, I, I laugh at that a lot. So Very that's uh, at least one that's current. Um, and then like I said, action movies, whatever, my kids have carried me to whatever they like. And I, so I've, um, watched a lot of the Marvel movies and they're all interesting, I guess. So, uh, (laughs) but no, I do slow down once in a while and we'll do that.
0: Okay. All right. So you talked a little bit about Bush Gardens and I know that you have gone there. And since you've been here, what is your favorite ride?
1: Oh, you know, I like coasters I've gotten. So I don't spin around in circles quite as well. Um, um, and I don't know about favorite I, I, I gosh I like a lot of the coasters for different reasons but you know the Loch Ness Monster is one of those that has been around forever yes. and I'm sure it's from an age it's not the latest anymore but that is still one of my favorite coasters just because I have ridden it so many times it is familiar to me it still has a great thrill in the drop it still is doing the loops um, there's some others that I really like to ride as well mm-hmm. uh, but the Loch Ness Monster still ranks right up there and then Apollo's Chariot it's just a different feel so I've uh, enjoyed that one as well and then the griffin yeah i'd have to say the griffin might be my my favorite oh, that, that okay. vertical drop and hanging there looking down Ugh. um yeah that that's pretty incredible and it's uh, um, it's just hard to choose between those three or, that are there for me, that, that I will try to ride those each time I'm there. And sometimes the crowds, I don't make it through all three of them because I'm mm-hmm. less patient than I used to be at this point. <laughs> if, if the line's pretty short, I want to ride it. If I have to wait very long, I'll move on and come back later, but, uh, it's still a great park. Uh, it always has been for me. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things that, uh, I'm proud to be in the county that, uh, where it resides and, uh, the partnership there as well. All
0: right. So, Your sons are coming to hang out with you for a while. What are maybe the two or three things that they have not experienced yet in James City County that since you've been here, you want to make sure they do?
1: Well, you know, we haven't done any of the uh, mountain bike riding. Uh, They've they've had bikes their whole lives. We've Mm -hmm. just not really had great trails to ride them upon. So that'll be something we'll do. And I'll have enough bikes to cover us from that. And I've bought a bike rack so we can move our bikes to where we want to go. So that's a definite. Uh, We've done kayaking um, and canoeing but not in a lot of our backwaters that we have here in terms of going up the creeks and mm-hmm. seeing. So we definitely will do that. Uh, I've probably been a little derelict in the history lessons. I've never taken them uh, to Jamestown Island or the oh. settlement there to sort of see um, some of that part of our history. They've been to mm-hmm. in the York County battlefields and they've mm-hmm. been through Williamsburg. We just had not never make it there. So that's definitely something I want them to see. And then, uh, you know, one of the things that I found that I didn't know about that um, the, the James uh, uh, Town Beach area, mm-hmm. really a beautiful uh, beach access. The work the county put in there a few years ago uh, has made it, uh, I think, a popular destination for locals and others. But certainly the boys and I, you know, maybe springtime now before we're out there, but we'll mm-hmm. definitely do that. So I have a list that's growing as I experience the county and move throughout. And uh, and I'll drag them along with me as well.
0: Very good. Well, That's all I have. That wasn't painful, was it?
1: Not a bit, and I'm happy to come do it again.
0: Well, I would like to have you come once a month, and maybe we'll try about this week, the last week of every month, and there will always be new fun questions at the end. I was pretty easy on you this time. Well, great. Yeah, get ready for the future. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, Scott. Thank you. Well, that wraps up this episode of This Week in James City County. Thank you for listening. Want to make sure that you don't miss an episode? Subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast today. Also take a few minutes to go to our website, jamescitycountyva.gov podcast, and let us know what you think. We'll talk with you next week.